Should you run a free challenge to help your business? And if so, what is involved? Well, late last year, one of my clients, Cheryl, decided she wanted to run a challenge and asked me for advice, but I had never run one before. So she and I challenged each other to run one, which we both ran in February. And this podcast is the result. This is us sharing our learnings, what we're going to do next, better next time, and what we wish we'd known when we started. My name is Rachel Claver, and I am a marketing strategist and content marketing coach. And this is my very real feedback around my first challenge that I ran. I will say that I was feeling particularly grumpy on the day that I recorded this, and since then I have had a couple of sales that I can dramatically and directly attribute to the challenge. So I'm feeling a little bit more confident about it and, in fact, have just about run my second challenge while the time this comes to air. So it does get better. So if you'd like to, if you've ever thought about running a challenge or you'd like to maybe do one in the past or even be dissuaded from ever having one and finding out what we learned, this episode, this episode, my friend, is the episode for you. Let's get started. Welcome. This is Mibbit Marketing, and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies, and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. Hi and welcome to Map It Marketing. I'm your host, Rachel Claver, and I'm so excited today to have Cheryl. Oh my gosh, Cheryl, I have worked with you for so long, either as your client or as now you with me as a coaching client. And is it Takayama? Yes. Okay, I was like, I always check before him, but because we've known each other for so long, I didn't. Cheryl Takayama. Now she is a weight loss coach helping women in particular work and um, release themselves from sugar addiction and just live their life in abundance. Um, and, and that's amazing. And she's going to tell us a bit of what she does, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Cheryl is one of my coaching clients and she is um, she is so inspiring for me because she loves to get like a challenge in front of her and set a goal very much in line with what she does and then she will challenge me to do the same and one of my biggest fears of all time was to run a challenge a free challenge over a few days and Cheryl wanted to do one she asked for his advice about it and I, I don't know I don't know how to do one and so we both challenged each other to run a challenge and we ran it in the same week and then we went let's do a podcast on what we learned because boy did we learn a lot did we write? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, much. so before we jump into it, because I made notes and, and, and I'm just warning you listeners, I've already told Cheryl, I got a bit shitty when I did these notes because I had a little thing and I got annoyed and Cheryl talked me down, talked me down from the ledge. Uh, but I will share that shittiness uh, with you today as well. Um, I will not hold back. I'm going to be very honest about how I found this challenge. But before we jump in, Cheryl, let's just, you are a ray of sunshine um, but we love having you in the coaching group. We all love having you in the coaching group. And tell us what you do. Oh, thank you, Rachel. I love being part of the group. I mean, I'm such a people person. So for me, being part of a group is so much more inspiring than just ticking away on my own, you know. So yeah, look, thank you for that lovely introduction. So I've been a weight loss coach now for 12 years. And my passion comes from my own journey because I lost 30 kilos and I've kept it off now for 23 years doing a low carb plan. So my business is very much a product of my own passion and my own experience. And then 
couple of years ago, this big change happened, which I'm sure we're all aware of. And I began, I realized quite quickly that being a face-to-face coach had its limitations. Mm-hmm. And I was actually already at the point in my business for about three months or four months prior to that, my daughter had reached a milestone birthday. I think she was 10. She was coming, becoming more independent. And I thought, actually, you know what? I've got a bit more time. I want to grow my business, yeah. but I didn't know how. So I'd actually signed up with a business coach because I had I was itchy. I knew that I wanted to somehow expand my knowledge and just have an, a, some way that I could grow my business, um, which was very difficult, obviously, as a face-to-face coach. So I, I was itchy and had ideas. And then, of course, when we went into our first lockdown and I had that wonderful gift of angst, um, shake-up, plus a bit of extra time, I kind of had this big epiphany and thought, right, that's it. I am going to create an online program. So that's what I've been doing since then. And that's been my real passion now for marketing because, of course, I've had to learn so much. I mean, I know a lot of the nutrition stuff, but bringing this into the online space and I'm still doing coaching, but being able to merge these two worlds and also learn now these skills of marketing and trying new things because I've now got a business to grow. So it's super exciting, but also amazingly challenging because, man, I've got a lot to learn. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, and you you do grasp hold of everything. Like we do this whole thing uh, with our content plan called the list of tens. And I haven't finished all my list of tens yet. And I I'm like the coach. And like I do it with Cheryl. And and that week, that was like the first time I'd ever run this course, which originally was a 12-week program and now like it's a whole year program. And we rock up and everyone's like, oh yeah, like I've done a list of 10. And Cheryl's like, here's all of mine. I've got all 12. You know, like you know like you do you have such an energy which is so great and adds so much value to us but also I think it's a real indicative sign of of the passion that you have and you always go you know my content is so easy because there's so much to talk about I think that's true actually of every business but it's just that you have such a actual innate passion for everything you do and you get so excited about about the things that you're sharing that that's what makes it easy and I think that's a it's mm-hmm. learning to embrace that excited feeling when you're doing your marketing and and, yet, and learning to channel it right because yes. this is the thing too like I get I get enticed by sparkly objects and I <laughs> yeah, I, know. I have my plan and I plan to do the challenge and that's why I'm like right because I I almost changed my mind in January and I was like oh do I really want to I, I want to do something else and then I thought hang on a sec we've committed to doing this I've said I'm gonna do it and that's why it's good to have a coach of course because it keeps me, you know, on track when it's very easy yeah. <laughs> for me to kind of spin off and, and get a little bit distracted. So I think that's a really important part when you've got a lot of ideas. Yeah, and, and we're, we've currently both got a challenge at the moment, um, which we're trying to hit. Um, and we were just talking about that. I've had a bit of it in my in my newsletter this week. Um, this is coming out, we recorded a wee bit before it's coming out but one of the things that we've got is we both have a goal to get a certain number of followers me on YouTube and you on TikTok by the end of June um, and I have been trying to get that follower number for 18 months and I I struggle YouTube is my struggle platform um, I know that you're really challenging yourself and you worked out how many new followers do we pretty much have to get a day almost In order to reach my goal, because I've got less than you, I'm only on 307 people right now. So I need seven a day. Okay. 
Definitely. And I need five a day because I'm on 427 now. Um, but that's probably gone up a bit because that was yesterday and I only got one yesterday. Um, so so this is, I really love that kind of push. I do think that's one of the things I really like in the group is there's other people that aren't numbers driven. They don't do the numbers. But I'm really loving being spurred on by the people in the group. I think that's a cool thing. So let's talk about this challenge because I did not want to do one because I had been in marketing challenges before and I saw how overloaded it was and what a big job it was. And you were like, let's do the challenge. And I was like, this is a cool idea. I was going to do a TikTok challenge and I was really excited about that. And then another marketer who I'm not really, I don't have a connection with or anything, but she's also a New Zealand marketer, announced a TikTok challenge like three days before I was about to do mine. I had to do a quick pivot and change and change to a chat GPT challenge, which wasn't as ideal for me in terms of my customer journey which we'll talk about later so I had to do that so I did a chat GPT's challenge for four days in February and at the same four days you did a challenge on mine was all about how to learn easy low carb which is the way of eating I teach in my program so mine was all about the food an easy low carb challenge and that was my goal I, I did five days from the Monday to the Friday and each day I focused on a different area of low carb. Um, so it was all about the food. One day, we did, I'll probably go into too much detail here, but one day we did low carb swaps. We did low carb snacks, low carb drinks, takeaways. So each day had a different focus, but it was all about the food, making it easy. And so one of the things that we talked about, because you were in my challenge and, you know, you, you did say before, we, you know, you realized, doing other things during a challenge week is a bad idea. So you didn't really participate a lot, but you were in there and you could see it. You did say there was quite a big difference between what was going on in your group and my group. Oh, a hundred percent. I felt sorry for you. Like I was like, oh my God, Rachel's got the beasts. She's got the beast people in there. Whereas to be honest, look, my challenge and I'd never done this before and oh. everything I'm doing is new to me, me too. and I, I'm just like you know Cheryl you're only going to learn what's like weight loss yeah. you're only going to learn one way by doing it yes, yes. Read, I mean in preparation I looked at other people's challenge things mm -hmm. and I downloaded yeah. some assistance on how to prepare for a challenge look you can do all the research but I just figured I went into it with quite an open mind um, and just thinking well I'll only learn from doing but I mean, from what I saw in mine, everyone's sharing pictures of food and there's lots of love going on. And then when I was looking at what was happening in your face, uh, I was like, oh my goodness. I know. And my all friend. marketing challenges are like that because people are like, oh, we get four days with a strategist. Let's just absolutely yes. every time. And by the way, anyone that's in the challenge, I'm not having a go. I knew that that was going to happen. It's natural. And there's only a couple of people that take the piss, but it's just when you're in a stress, it's like people don't see how big that job is like all the work you've got to do and it's on top of all your other work like you're still yeah. doing I'm still doing my coaching and my one-to-ones and I'm still doing those things and people just going I need the answer now and you're like I can't give you the answer now like it's just like it's stressful um so let's talk about the planning side because I actually made like a little list of the things that I planned I'd love to know did you like we got the dates first and let's just talk about that week because I the bitch thing that I had um, was that I had 140 people sign up. How many did you have sign up in the end? I had 100. So it's about the same. Yeah. And then I had 115 in the Facebook group. So not everyone made it across the Facebook group and that was partly because of the week. And yeah. I, the thing I said that I moaned to you about was that when I do a one-hour webinar or a one-day strategy like day course, 
I get between 35 to 50% of those people will give me a Google review as thanks. So they don't have to pay, pay me, it's free. But they go, this was so good, I will do that. And out of that 140 people, I had four people out of a week of work. And I know that that's not like a, there's no requirement. It's not that, but it was like a real like, wow, I, I thought I did a good job, but only four people did. But you took me down because what happened in that week? Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing, like, um, I, you know, it's funny because I got how many Google reviews? Three, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so about the same, right? It's yeah, really interesting. But I'll tell you what I wonder, and this is what I guess all of us in online marketing, we don't want to inundate people after the challenge. And this is one of the areas I want to work on next time. I did not do a super aggressive email campaign with multiple follow-on emails. I think I did two. And I had an yeah. offer coming up, maybe three. Next, so I think you need two. six at least, I think. Yes. Probably can. I yes. did do it. Yeah. But I only asked for a view once, and I think I should have asked more than once. And I think that's the key. Next time, that's one of my things on my learnings for next time. I felt, you feel nervous asking for a view, but actually people are just busy and they forget. So that's Yeah, I think so too. Definitely do next time. And that was the week of the storms and the floods. Yes. So yes. I had, and this is one of the things I found quite difficult. I had some people who were actually quite, they were stressed. So let's be honest, I was stressed. But we had some people who were like, I don't know why you're running this because we've just had floods and can you change the date? And I'm like, I well, I could. And then I had other people who go, don't you dare change the date. And you feel like you're stuck in this place where you're like, as a people pleaser, where you're going, I don't know what to do here. And yeah. it feels horrible. Like you don't realize how much, I don't think they, because they're just wanting the thing, right? So they don't. But I and I will openly say this, and I literally did have one person because I put in there I was quite stressed because where we are, the weather was really dicey. We'd had flooding, it was stressful, and I uh, I said, hey, in the group, you know, we don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have Wi-Fi. I, I think I'm going to be okay, but it'll be right. And I had someone email me who will remain nameless who said, can you organize a generator? And I shared this in the coaching group, and I was just like, I think I'm out. I don't think I want. Yeah. To this anymore because I was just like what the actual yeah exactly I saw that too I'm like oh wow that person's hardcore like yeah. <laughs> if you could get a generator I'm pretty sure your priority would be saving the food in the freezer yeah or, you know, it's not doing the challenge it's not doing the challenge but okay so let's just start so we set the dates what did you do to get subscribers let's go right back did you have a landing page yes I set up I use Kajabi and actually that's my um, what I do for mm. my website and it was so convenient. It was just like the universe delivered because I think it was early January, maybe late December, by some miracle, there was a free Kajabi training by a woman who talked all about ch challenges. Oh, great. It was just incredible. And what she did was talked about the funnel. She gave, and she gave away as a freebie, some landing page examples. So that, I mean, I'd already planned to do it, but mine would have been a lot more simple. So having that was very helpful. Yeah. So yes, I started off, I had a landing page, like a registration yeah. page that introduction and I had the email sequence and everything all worked out which I had planned to go the our challenge was early February wasn't yeah. it so we're just after Waitangi weekend yeah just after school went back yeah so yeah. my my attack phase of the marketing and everything started three weeks before so just yeah, after that as soon as, we, yeah, as soon as we got back and I think we would have got bigger numbers because even without that because I know that marketing in January is a bad idea so like I know that anyway um so I'm really looking forward to doing this one that I'm running in April 
um, the TikTok one. But um, so I set the dates too. I did the landing page. I used Active Campaign. Um, I actually didn't have the course, but what I did is I went and Googled a whole of other people's challenges and looked at how their layout was. Because I still need to have that, even as a marketer and a content writer, I still need to see someone else's structure. So I definitely used that, which was really useful. I also did the nurture sequence. I will admit that the nurture sequence was one of the last things I wrote, but they did get an email telling them. I also at that stage set out a, so had an email that would go out to people when they registered. And then I also set up the Facebook group at that stage too, but I didn't let anyone in. Is that the same as you? It's exactly the same. Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. I think I set the Facebook group up. Look, my biggest thing in the lead up was I had all, I had it all planned out. Yes. But then nutrition. Right. A lot of people come back from, and I knew this, but I still didn't prepare. Like what we learned, a lot of people come back from the new year. And funnily enough, they kind of want to get going with a bit of weight yes, loss. Yes, you were busier year. than you thought. Yes. And I ended up doing the Facebook group literally about two days before I needed it. And that was just one thing of a few that I thought, Cheryl, seriously, you have really made this more stressful than it needs to be by not following my own plan. And you know, Rach, to be honest, once again, the universe was very, very um, helpful and supportive of me because the day before our, my challenge started, I still hadn't, I'd done all the drafts for my content, yes, but I hadn't. I was going to bring this up because I knew this. I know, I hadn't finalized it. I mean, look, all the best planning, eh? But you've got to, and this is one thing I'll never do again is leave anything like that to the last minute because right around us in Orewa, the all the power went off at mm. one o'clock in the afternoon. Now, I it didn't take me long. I could have done it on my laptop, but it would have been very tenuous. I didn't have much. It was just really proofreading. Mm. But honestly, when I thought the power was going to go off, I went into such a oh, panic. I and I was really I kicking myself. Yeah. And and I had learned that because I had done a launch of a e-course a few years ago and had only like written three of the five emails and I and I lost I lost all it's so tiring and I knew what that felt like so my things that I had to do is I knew I had to schedule my emails before, like because I had emails that went out every day um yes. so I had emails every day I had set aside time to add everyone into the like the email they had to request to go into the Facebook group and they didn't follow the rules and if they didn't follow the rules they'd get no and then they'd send me a nasty email and I'd be like but you didn't follow the rules that I told you you had to do so we had to like go and I was like I didn't expect this admin um and I and I so I did that I did the resources I was really proud of getting those resources sorted every day but I made a decision they would only be available in the Facebook group because I really wanted to have that engagement to force them to be in there rather than being sent out in an email so I got that down and I did the nurture sequence so I got all that set up um and I'm really pleased I got that stuff done. I will admit I also was like doing it like on the Friday before the Tuesday, like going, I've got to get this done because I did not want to have to face it on the Monday or the Tuesday. Um, and so that was a lesson I mean, And remember, we knew the cyclone was coming. I yes. mean, this is the thing all week. Yeah, so we in theory, I should have been a bit more onto it as well. But I guess we had our own... I mean, I was also dealing with a lot of clients who yeah. were, to be quite honestly, were in trauma. Yeah. And I felt that. And people were really, they'd just come out of the first Auckland floods. I found a lot of my women had almost post-traumatic stress where they were really quite emotional about the, you know, the kids aren't back at school. Yeah. This feels like lockdown. And so, yeah. of course, even and all for those me, triggers are coming up. Yeah, yeah. So I 
fully admit that I was probably not as productive and as assertive or, you know, as I hopefully would have been given. I mean, look, we chose to do a challenge. I know. Craziest phase of Auckland's life ever. We did. We did. Which is okay. I mean, that's okay. Um, now, can we talk about promo? Because I feel I was slack on promo. And I think I could have probably got a number of people. I think it was partly because I really wanted to run a TikTok, not a chat GPT. So I think I was pulling back. And 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 I've talked about this with you in the coaching group. Um, we were doing some, some paid events too. And I got really stuck on which of the things I'm meant to be talking about. I can't talk about everything else. And so I was actually made that all mistake that I tell my clients not to do where I was like marketing on too many different fronts so I wasn't doing it but in promo what did you do for promotion for this yeah I probably I'm sure I could have done got it out further too but I'm quite happy like I sent it out to I mean my own database so I did that too yeah several times I did um I did paid Facebook ad not a huge budget I think I put about a hundred dollars behind it so I did a Facebook ad campaign I did posting on our local community Facebook group. See, this is where I think I probably could have pushed a bit harder to look for other Facebook groups and try and get myself on there and get it in front of yeah. groups. But it's quite tricky in a lot of the groups to do with low carbon food. You cannot self-promote. So it's, it is actually very limiting. Anyway, I could have probably explored that. Women in business groups, so next time. So like if you join I'm, those and then know their primary days, that would be working for you. Yes, I am. Yep, I did one in there. I don't think that led to much, but I'm probably not as active in that group as I probably could be. Um, yeah, so I did all of that. And then the one thing I did, which was one of my hugest wins of this challenge and why I would do it again, the biggest thing that I'm so proud of myself for was I contacted the key food suppliers and I, I went to them and I didn't ask for gifts, although I got given prizes and that was a key part of my challenge that worked really well too. But I just, I'd been too shy in the past. So I introduced myself, you know, people like Low Carb Haven, people who supply food and some of the beautiful specialty food providers in the low carb space, introduced myself. And I didn't want to ask for it, something right off the bat, like, hey, can you give me something for free? It was more like, a, hi, I'm doing this challenge. I'd love you to be involved. What would you like me to promote? You know, would you like to come and do a Zoom with me? How can I promote your product? And it was that was, a, and then I also asked if some of them would share my, and they did. So that was a great way of, I guess, getting in front of other people's audiences that I'm really proud of doing. And I think I could probably use that even more next mm -hmm. time. I and have total challenge jealousy, them. by the way. I, I like... I just love that you did a free challenge and you gave away free shit. Like I just, <laughs> I just didn't want to. <laughs> and also, but, my, but my, like I always say my business, I mean, who doesn't want to win a Jerry's pack of wraps and bread? Yeah, that's I'm, true. Yeah, that is true. Fine. Like I, what am I going to give them? Yay. I got a free worksheet. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I worksheet yeah, I like you, you definitely had the cooler challenge and it's a cool, I re, what I'm really enjoying about this is that, we had a challenge on the same week, a completely different business, a completely around the same size people. And it's so cool to see how a different challenge is run because mine, mine was different. Um, so, so, okay. So when the challenge started, what did you do every day? Right. So my daily thing was I'd started, I gave them an introductory guidebook. Yeah. And this is part of the, the thing that I had to 
because a lot of the people I followed who gave advice and, you know, you've got to have one daily activity. Yeah. My topic didn't really lend itself um, so much to that. So what I did was every day we had a different topic. So each morning people got an email and where I talked a little bit about the topic and I did an introductory video. So every day they got an email with a video and then a guidebook. So I put together a guidebook that had an introduction on the topic a whole lot of food ideas. And when it was relevant, I also included three or four recipes. So they got the book, the video and the email. Then each day had a Facebook challenge. That was kind of the challenge part. But for the most part, it was look, you know, share in our Facebook group what your favorite low carb swap is. Or if you haven't even started yet, what are you looking forward to trying? So the call to action was very much about get on that Facebook group and everyone who posts today is going to be in the draw to win the prize. Cool, and that's then, cool. Then I also did a, a daily Q&A at 12 o'clock and then something I hadn't even been planning to do, but because I'm a people person and I was kind of enjoying it and I don't know, maybe I just wanted a distraction from the flood. So I did a daily Q&A which a few people did show up for, actually. I was quite impressed. And people did ask me questions, which I would just talk about. And then I decided every day for the prize draw, rather than just sending out an email, I did a live prize draw on Huge. Facebook. So I put all the names in everyone who'd participated and I pulled it out and played that's some so music. That's so cute. I love that. That's, that's a lovely. I think um, that's lovely. And a question. So obviously, uh, and we'll, actually, no, we'll talk about this in a minute. I what want to talk about what did you do? Yeah, what did so, you do? So I had, I got the idea of the video and the email from you because I thought that was gold. Oh, you said it and I went, damn it, Cheryl, I'm doing that as well. So everyone got an email every day with a little video of what was going to be covered and then a reminder to go back to the Facebook page to get their workbook and to download their workbook. Um, and so those people that then complained to me at the end that they hadn't had time to download the workbook. So I was like, I told you every day to do it. Like, just go do, go and do it every day. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm moaning because I had, I just don't, I just sometimes I'm like, you know, it was a free thing, eh? And I kind of guided you through and you're an adult and I'm an adult and yeah, we got stressed. But actually, when you're asking me to do extra admin on a free course, I am coming across in a really nasty way. But I was like boundaries. And it was actually a really good filtering process for me of going, would I want to work with those people? Or here's these other people who really appreciated it. Which ones would I work with? So it was, I think it works with her. Anyway, so I did a daily live at nine o'clock or 9.30. And it was nine or 10, depending on coaching for the day or 9.30 or 10.30. And I actually really love those lives. I've never really been someone who enjoys lives before. And I love them. People jumped on. I would go through all the questions that had come up the previous day. And I just basically, if even if I'd answered them in the comments, I pulled them out and we answered those comments for everyone in the live. And I know people were watching it. We went through the workbook and we went through the tasks every day they had to do and giving them guidance. And then if they asked questions, I could answer those questions in there as well. And there was a few times where I was doing, hey, that's kind of like a big strategy question. It's not really in the guidelines of this. And I hate doing that because you feel yucky, but you, you, I had to have boundaries around it. Um, and I did that and I really enjoyed having that live. And then I'd just go in and I would answer questions through the day or check people's work. So like a few times I replied to every single person who came back with their work and gave them feedback or went, hey, you haven't done this right. And here you need, and I, the difference, I think, from being a strategist to doing what I did there was I wasn't going in and solving it even when I could. I was guiding them because otherwise, again, it's crossing that boundary of actually that's quite a big thing to advise you on and that's where you'd pay me. So 
those lines I found quite tricky. And I think I will continue to find those lines tricky when I'm doing a challenge as a marketer. Look, I totally agree. Yeah. And I have to say, because obviously I was a member of your yeah. challenge on terms of your communication, yeah. I felt like you were very clear. Yeah. Like I can say that quite honestly and objectively, like you made it very clear. I am not going to answer your entire marketing problem. Like this is a yeah. very specific thing. Has you to be just yeah, you made yeah. it very clear. Go to the Facebook group. Like you said that on more than one occasion. And yeah. I felt like it was actually really clear. And I think the key thing is boundaries. That's yeah. Boundaries and uh, but uh, and I think this is why I think a challenge is good for me because I have poor boundaries as a rom and you don't have a massive weight issue generally but not for everyone else but for me that was definitely a boundary issue because I was people pleasing and then I'd eat to you know I know that boundaries is a problem for me it's like it's oh, a no, did, your, did your challenge make you emotionally eat no it didn't oh sorry I thought no that's no what you said. I was, no I was, no, I, no. no. No, it didn't, but I think it would have in the past. Like, yeah. it really would have. I really had to exercise a lot to get a lot of stress away. I was getting very nice. stressed, and I had to really work on – it was more me going, wow, this is something I couldn't have done a couple of years ago, and it's still making me uncomfortable, and I would like to do another challenge and do a few more to stop myself from getting to the point where I'm feeling like that and just feeling really like, that's my boundary. Just get over it, and I'd like to get to that stage as a person. Very, this yeah. is very personal. People are like, wow, this person's got issues in the market. But I have to be honest about it because I think lots of us have these issues. Well, look, one whole day of my challenge was focused on my favorite topic, which is, not surprisingly, emotional eating. And that was probably the day out of the entire challenge that got probably, I mean, obviously you've read some really personal revelations, but the most interaction and that's when we did go deep because it is such a challenge and especially yeah. that weekly we're having and at the end when I said look I'm going to do another challenge what would people like a challenge on what do you think the topic was emotional eating so this topic I mean especially for my challenge is really relevant emotional eating is a really good one for you because it ties in really well because that's the thing I was going to ask you too I, what I did wrong in the challenge is because I just chose ChatGPT, I was very conscious. It didn't really tie into what I wanted to do, which was to bring people into the coaching program, like go, hey, this is what it's kind of like to be coached with me, although I'm a snarly bitch these last four days, but you know, like, you know, like, but this is kind of who I am. This is the quality you'll get. This is who you are. And then this is it. And it didn't really have a good segue. And so I don't, I struggled with finding that connection, which was a big drawback from this particular challenge, whereas the TikTok won't be. But mm. I did work out after day one, I went, damn it, I should be promoting my showing in the lives, doing a video, walking through the coaching program, explaining what these things are. And I could have done that a lot better. I could have potentially got some of you guys to come in and talk and, and those sort of things. Yes. What did you do to promote your program during the challenge? Well, look, I'm I'm on board with you. Apart from talking about it, I mean, I certainly mentioned it. But the other tricky thing for mine is that um, in, in the light that a lot of people on my Facebook page were completely new. Now, I don't know. Do they want to lose weight? I don't know. They might not. They might be there for other reasons. It doesn't matter. I, no, I would. Although my program is primarily for weight yeah, loss. But it doesn't matter where, why they're there. That's yes. what I realized because I was like, oh, some of these people might be here because they don't they don't want, might not want a marketer. But if they've yes. come to our course, that's what I 
that's what I realized because that's what I learned from doing free things. When people said, hey, if you do a free thing, you earn the right to sell. If we're running a free challenge, we've earned yes. the right to sell. Yes. And that I was the thing where yes. I was like, start, you know, I knew that, but I didn't click into it until day two. And me too. I think I definitely could have done more. You definitely could have, yeah. I, could have. I talked about it at the end, you know, but, and that's the part, the selling part is always, was definitely the part that I was the most nervous about. And it showed, like, I didn't, I definitely didn't push, when I say push, but I probably didn't do as much as I could have. It's not a push. I, and it's interesting we use that word because I used to say those things too. What I realized was if we've got these people who have got all these, like you've got people who went, I have an issue with emotional eating. If you've got these people who are going, the light's going on and you're there to go, hey, I'm going to answer these questions, like that Q&A session. Hi, I've got some stuff that we're covering today. I'm going to answer those questions really soon. But first, I just want to walk through with you what I do. Because I do think people go otherwise, they know I've signed up for a free challenge. There's a price to pay for that. And the price to pay is being sold to. And I've done loads of free challenges and I expect the sell and boy, I get it. And I never feel offended by it. I mean, no. if I'm not interested in buying, I'll just turn it off. I wouldn't, you know, stop subscribing to the person. No. And some people out there, let's face it, those gurus out there, they do it so well. I have, I did go to one though once where literally the live was like an hour and 45 minutes and an hour and 15 of that was the sales pitch and I couldn't do that. So I, I am like an, I, and you know, from as a coach, as one of my clients, I am, even though other people go, you're a really good self-promoter, I'm actually quite an underseller of, I don't like the selling process. So you, that would be something that you would probably do better. Yes, 100%. And that's my biggest thing. Like I said, yeah, probably push, not push, yeah, promoting that a bit more, sharing a little bit more. I could have got, and you know, the worst thing again with my disorganization, I had recorded a couple of um, pre-recorded interviews actually with one of my lovely clients. And you know what? I didn't even play it. I can save it and use it another time. Yeah. And that was just getting a little bit overwhelmed in the day yeah. and not be planning enough. Like I could have had my clients on, I know I could have every day, I could have done a little interview with one of my successful yeah. people who's lost 20 kilos. I mean, I just thought about it now. I'm like, damn, I should have done that. I know. Like I had thought of that, but I didn't do it. So that is definitely would be on the cards, getting my nurture sequence better at the end and bringing in more of my, my people, fans, you know, people, you know, who could show what working with me actually looks like in a way that's still talking about the topic mm. would still be relevant I really like that idea I'm actually made a note that when I do the TikTok challenge I'm going to bring in some of you guys that have been doing TikTok and get you to talk about what you're doing and how you've done it and what you've learned because I think that's a cool idea and I I'm like damn I you know I wish I'd thought about that I mean I think it is a learning experience we don't get it right the first time and that's one of the things I really want to say if you're thinking about doing a coach uh, a challenge you do need to go this is just learning as you go and then learning, looking back and going what it was. Now, in terms of results, did you have a goal? Because you and I like number goals. Did you have yes. a goal of how, what the results is that you wanted to have in terms of new business? I absolutely did. And I've done the numbers. So I had, I had, I had hope. I had, was had ambitious hopes. I wanted 200 people in the challenge. Yes. I'd never done it before. So I wanted 200 and I got 100. So, okay, not too bad. I, yeah, anyway, I got 100. And of that, 20 people were existing clients and 80 were completely new. So I was quite happy with that. Yeah, that's and really good. Yeah. yeah. 
So that was really good. Now of that, I got seven people joining my program. So what did it actually cost me? Apart from my time, I spent $170 on this challenge. Yeah. I made initially like that first week after 660, which I mean, it was a lot of work to be yeah. fair, but still a win. And some of these people, if they choose to stay on with me, that, that will go up. That's just the initial because my members pay monthly. So if some of them, the lifetime value of that yeah. person would be higher. So that was fantastic. So yeah, my conversion rate was 8.75%, which I was quite happy with because looking at some of the other research, they said, look, if you've got 5%, mind you, that was for more of a high ticket offer. Yes. Mine is my program's $59. So yeah. I guess I had hoped because my program is definitely at that lower end, I may have got more, but you just don't know, do you? You don't know until you try. So I, it's interesting because I had, so I had 150 people, 140 people sign up and my initial goal was 150 for this because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I know I'm doing other things. So I almost hit that. Out of that, I had 65 of those people were not already on my email list. Now, I'm really happy with that because actually there weren't that many actual clients in that group. There were a few, but a lot of people were on my email list but may not have done anything like that with me before. So, or were in my Facebook group. So I'd had some connection with them. I had a goal of having eight leads and four new clients was what I wanted. Um, I got three leads. And I think this is that thing of me not really being clear on some stuff. I think the like I it's really hard because I like to add lots of value to. I think also that it kind of attracted people who kind of got sidetracked on. Oh, this is going to solve all my content problems, which it doesn't. And I probably didn't talk about that enough. Like this is what why you really need help with that. Um, but from there, I've had one person who's starting next month, and I've got um, yeah. one that's possible. So to me. In terms, and that's like that value of that client is 4K over a year. So, you know, in terms of it working, it's it was less successful than a webinar in terms of getting leads, which is an hour's time, um, yeah. or even my map it's. Um, and so I'm I would like to do the TikTok to try it again and see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like was it worth it? I think I think it was worth it for me as an, a learning experience. I think it was worth it for me to create that content because you guys have benefited in the coaching group from that content. I know, yes. Um, I think it was worth it for me to learn the structure and to learn from experience and to push against my own fears and boundaries. I do want to run another challenge on TikTok and I'm quite excited about that. I think you running one on emotional eating is actually your space. And I think that would it's a harder one for you to do, but yes. I think you should do it. Oh, I would love to. And I just, it's just working out the actual challenge part of it. Yeah. I, I might word it differently because I don't really want, the, you know, this topic, that topic being very deeply personal. I wouldn't, you know, people might not want to share. So I might have to, but a, a five-day focus in some way of sharing something is just so up my alley. And yeah, I, I would love to do that again. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be like, you still could call it a... Um, I guess you could call it a challenge if it was like ident um, identify your emotional eating triggers. Yes. Oh, that's true. Oh, thanks. All right. I would do that one because, you know, as someone who used to be an emotional eater, learning to tap into that Oof. took me a very long time. 
Absolutely. And, and so you can't fix it in a four day, but you'd be able to start that process of just that thing of asking what's really going on here, like learning the process of how to identify how oh, to identify your emotional triggers, triggers. Huge. And most importantly too, okay, also you need to know if you need to emotionally eat, I'll show you how to do that in a way that actually works for you and yes. not against. I do that. So my little my little hack here it might be different to yours as mine is you can have that food, but you have to have your protein first and it has to be during a meal time. Nice. That's my little yeah. one. So then I can't always fit it in anyway. But if yeah. I have it, if I have to have that bite, I still get that emotional eating benefit, but I've already eaten my good food first. Love it. Perfect. Yes. Oh, you'll be a my way. I'm going to invite you on as one as a guest when I do I'd my love to because I'm a past client, so I'd love to do that. That would be amazing. So, okay, so I think it's been useful. So you're going to do another one again. Yes, and, you know, following on from what you've said, like about what you learned, I'll tell you the other great yes, thing. And I, yeah, when I was really thinking about what did I get out of this, because my numbers weren't as great as I'd hoped either, but then I stood back and thought, well, hang on a sec, I've created five new cool little workbooks so now what I've got is some great content for my existing members so you know I was able to send everything to the existing members who weren't in this challenge say hey I've got some new ideas for you now when someone joins my program they've got a really beautiful suite of ideas that I didn't have before so it's some great new content which I think is awesome as I mentioned you know having new relationships with suppliers giving myself some good credibility in the space was huge I mean, I can't put a value on that. And I'm, I've am i only just started to explore that. I'll be in touch with them again. And that who knows? Like, this is it. Going outside my comfort zone, that's what we've got to do. So that was well worth it. And also, in the weight loss space, especially, you know, it can take several touch points. Like, I think, okay, there might be 70 people who didn't really even take action. I had a lot in my Facebook group, which was great. But right now, they might not be ready. But maybe mm. next month, maybe, I don't know, after Easter, if they have a bit of an mm. indulgent time, my whole goal is that on that day where they think, I'm sick of this, I want to do something about it. I just hope that why wait is in their basket of options that they will choose. And I think, I would love to hope that by creating a challenge where I've established some trust yes. and really that's really phone people. I mean, as a coach, this is me. You've seen me. So they're going to either say yes or no. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity as I a coach that. Very to show yourself. Yeah. And I, I would agree with that 100%. I think that is one of the benefits. Also, um, I would... I, yeah, I, I think I think that that is really important, and that's why that email community continuing to email those people is so important. Because, yeah. and I was thinking, I have like I I teach email, and I do this. We, we you know we're active campaign consultants as a as a as an agency, so I should be perfect on this. And I was even thinking this morning, gosh, I've let that group down, and I've done. So it's really easy to drop it, but when you have those emails going out, just to keep yourself front of mind to people, it really makes a difference. Look, and that's what we're learning all the time, isn't it? Yeah. The power of email, doing it better. But again, we don't learn if we don't try. Exactly. That's my whole motto. Yes, I could. if I could just morph my life and clone myself and spend one week doing nothing but this, I'm sure I'd have great outcomes. But in the meantime, I'll just have to do the best I can with the time I and have. And we're just adjusting, right? Next yeah, year, we'll be doing it for 500 people, both of us. Oh, let's hope so. I'll well, that's a challenge of 500 people but in, a, in a year's time. That's going to be my my number goal. 
Okay, right. Deal. I'm on. I'm up okay. for the challenge. The challenge? <laughs> now, I do have one question I didn't ask you because um, how did you wind down the challenge? Like, are those people still in a Facebook group somewhere? Did you kick them out? What did you do? I kept the Facebook group open. A couple of people asked me if I would because there were some cool recipes on there. So yeah. I've just kept it open, but I'm not looking at it. Yeah. And then what I did was I created a recap page. So I did like a one page with I know. Are you impressed? I know. So well, I did a yeah, because I'm a bitch. I didn't do any of this. This, <laughs> fine thing. this is funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I did a recap page where they had the, the day's guidebook and the day's video so they could access it all in one place. So I sort of did that. And then I've just moved. I've told everyone to move them onto my general um, email database. So they get in. I send out a weekly newsletter. And at the moment, that is all I'm doing. So I haven't created a separate sequence for I them. I did. But I did. Least, at least they're still in my weekly newsletter and we'll just see when I was actually thinking because I'm going to be doing a quit sugar program in May which I'm very excited about so I might do a separate communication just to those people because yeah. you know like some I might do a bit of segmentation but I have to admit that is not my area of specialty so that's my next learning Talk about in the coaching session yes. we'll now I've got a question because so oh, I've got a statement really um so I did not do it the same way as you because I've already got my map group I didn't want another Facebook group I kicked everybody out because I want to run that group again and they'll have to come back and ask so I was a bitch about it <laughs> uh, the other reason I did that though is that because I know with my one people ask questions like people are still asking questions when the challenge had finished so I don't want to have to feel like I wasn't answering those questions and I would struggle with that but yeah. also because I wanted people to watch the lives which had my sales stuff in it to then go and do the work I don't want them to have they, they could download the booklets beforehand they had time to do that if they hadn't got to it they could come and do the course again or they can come back again. But I personally didn't want them to have access because there was so much teaching and value in there. I mm. wanted there to be strings, which yeah. might have been a bit nasty. I, I like giving lots of stuff, but I just didn't want to do no. it. But also to me, it was very clear. This woman means business and she has yeah. boundaries. I think that's okay, cool. Okay, that's cool. Well, you're, yeah, you're a client, I like so you like that. that. But, I, but I was like, actually... I don't want to have this with other people giving bad advice in there and it's going to irk me and then I'm going to manage it. I just wanted to have it closed and then you come back if you want. Um, and I would have just made the group like a to sleep group with them in there, um, but I couldn't work out how to do that. I might have to work out if there's a way, but I don't know if there was. But also I think if you're going to run this again, it's like people will now know, anyone like even me who didn't yes. participate actively in your challenge because yeah. I just realized my whole life was over. How are you going to do that with your other one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like I now know, okay, if I do one of Rachel's challenges again, I've got to show up because there I can't just faff around and then think, oh, yeah, I'll do it all on Sunday. Like, yeah. I think an awesome boundary. If anything, I'd be more inclined to want to do it your way. I might have to, I'll copy well, you. On this I one. will just say the reason I did this is when I speak at conferences, if, if I am meant to start at 10 and the keynote has run late, I still start at 10. Like mm. I start at 10 and I'm like, you guys, the five people that turned up here because you snuck out, you turned up at time. I'm going to do that. So I'm going to have you in here. And I have got a known, I am known for at conferences that by the second day, if there's another workshop there, people are leaving the keynote early to come to my thing and they're standing room only because the boundary is it starts on time. And so I think that's a really good boundary to have. Now we're about to, I know you've got like a session coming up and, and I want to make sure that, um, yes, you got to go, but can you just quickly tell everyone how to get hold of you? If they go, I need to, I need Cheryl in my life. 
Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, yep. So my website, everything's through my website, which is whyweightacademy.com. And that's W-H-Y-W-E-I-G-H-T, whyweightacademy.com. So from there, that's my online program. As I said, I still do one-on-one coaching. And yes, come on my list and get my lovely newsletter each week. I send out recipes and tips and weight loss ideas and and all anything to do in the world of low-carb nutrition. And of course, as I've mentioned, I'm going to be doing a quick sugar course coming up in May because that is my exciting super exciting love it love it all right thank you so much for being on the show I'll let you go to your client um and if you want to join me and Cheryl in a content master web sessions um let me know because um she's awesome to have in there and you'd love to hang out with her twice a week oh we have so much fun we have a lot of the best fun love the best fun it's amazing thank you so much Well, I'd love to know, has this made you want to run a challenge yourself? Has it made you totally turn off the idea? Come and be part of our Facebook group, Muppet Marketing, and tell me there, or flick me a note at rachelagentifymarketing.co.nz if you've got any questions that came out of this podcast today. And as I said, I do feel a lot more better in the introduction. I said I do feel a lot more better about challenges now. By the time this goes to air, I will have run my TikTok challenge. Um, which I am really passionate about. And I do know that challenges do work to really build community. So if you're wanting to build community, um, I would recommend sticking to one topic and then just repeating that topic so you become known for it. But do build on this idea of creating that structure, do a good job of it. And it does give you an opportunity for people to really see who you are. If you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're a strategist, this is a really good opportunity for you to build that. I am going to keep on having challenges as part of what I do alongside our free events and other things that we use like this podcast, um, the columns I write, the emails that I do. Uh, I do think it works and I really loved it. I think that those of you that do live events and you're doing a live launch, it can create quite a lot of pressure. I don't, I'm not into high pressure environments like that, but it can work really well. Uh, So I just really highly recommend it. Yes, it's a lot more than a webinar, but I do think that I built relationships that I would have missed otherwise, which is why I'm doing it again. I hope this was helpful and do let me know, are you going to run a challenge in the future? I'd love to know about it. Have a great week. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.